Hello, welcome to the Inside Scoop. Everything you need to know for your student to succeed in the Cobb County School District. I'm David Owen. Today, I'm delighted to be joined by the gentleman representing the good folks of Post 2 in the Cobb School District, Dr. Jaha Howard. Dr. Howard, welcome to the Inside Scoop. Thank you so much, David. I'm really happy to be here. Okay, now the first question I've got for you is, did I pronounce that correctly, Jaha you did a great job, David. Okay. I'm very impressed. Well, that's because I've heard very uh, a lot of variations of <laughs> Jaha. Um, commonly is Jaha, Jaha, Ha, Jahar, um, Jahan, and then it gets religious. People go Jihad, and it gets really <laughs> awkward. Um, and there's just a lot of different variations that you can imagine. I've heard that, since uh, grade school, <laughs> but it's Jaha, like Aha. Okay. Uh, yes, folks, this is not <laughs> scripted. This is very, very, uh, very mean, real. It's just, we're going right at it today. Well, that's great. <laughs> I, I can't imagine uh, all the variants that you get, uh, that you face when it's, you greet people. It's fun. It, it, it's not a problem. <laughs> I used to have a problem with it uh-huh. back in the day when you're a kid and you just yeah. want your name to be like everyone else's name. Yeah, I could imagine. But now as an adult, you realize, hey, it's it's nice to have a name that's different from everyone else. Well, yeah, uh, you can't forget this name. <laughs> David, on the other hand, there are probably like 20 in your, your class. All right. So, folks, at the time of those, this recording, we have just wound up the graduations here in Cobb. And uh, so this is your first time. My first time. This was incredible. 8,000 students graduated this year. Incredible. And I'm just so impressed by the whole production of it, the pomp, the circumstances, the, yeah. the tears of joy, the, the screams, the, the <laughs> smiles. It was amazing. I got a chance to participate and be on stage for three high school Which um, uh, graduations. So in my post, it's Campbell High School and Osborne High School. And okay. then I had the honor to uh, fill in for David Morgan for Pebble Brooks High School oh, um, okay. commencement. So it was incredible. I also snuck in some middle school graduations in there. I, I was on a marathon. I, I made a uh, Campbell Middle School, Campbell uh, Griffin Middle School, Floyd Middle School. Uh, all, they're kind of awards and graduations. Yeah. And snuck into a bunch of elementary ones too. So the whole process has been amazing. You know, I, I, I kind of think uh, the middle school years are so tough. They need their own graduation, right? <laughs> Absolutely. <I> mean, <laughs> the parents seem uniquely relieved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My child has actually made it. Right. Let's get down to brass tacks. I have okay. uh, I've interviewed uh, several of the other board members, the ones who have been on the board uh, for longer. Okay. And you've when did you come on the board? Officially January of 2019. So this okay. year, just a few we're five months in. Okay, five months, but that five months, I'm sure, has been like crazy. Oh, it's right? been it's been incredible. Uh, we've got to you just kind of shake things up, and you know, we're not here just to kind of go along to get along. We're here to really do what we can to advocate for our kids. And try to move our do the best we can to move our county forward in a great direction. Sure, sure. You you got to go back and uh, talk to those families who have concerns, and, and then come here to the uh, school board and, and represent. Every corner of the uh, county is very unique and different, and every voice matters. And so um, I know that historically, people kind of feel like certain areas get a little more attention, or the advocacy is different. Or mm-hmm. um, our, my job is uh, to make sure I bring that voice uh, for our area um, to the board. And also just making sure that in the same way, back to my area, make sure um, our area understands what's happening in the rest of the county. Okay. So. Well, let me let me go back to the beginning. What, what was it that inspired you to run for school board? Uh, I, I mean, honestly, it, it's hard to be 
in everyone's favor. I'll just put sure. it that way. Sure. So what, what inspired you to, to take that step? I mean, the inspiration lies in the kids. You know, it, when for me, just kind of realizing that it's not even about me, but I can be used to be some good um, to the kids that are um, in and out of our schools and also for the kids who have yet to come. I mean, that's what makes me go. You know, so I work with kids every day. I don't know if we, we didn't discuss this, but I'm a pediatric dentist. Yes. That's... And I work with kids, with young families all day, every day. And we talk in schools are always the number one conversation when you're having your small talk and you're building relationships. Me running for school board really kind of came out of a dental practice. Okay. That's just <laughs> frankly a little weird sounding, but, <laughs> but you ready no, for the, I, I can make the bridge. I can connect it. It's going to connect. I uh, promise. We'll have to uh, W Dr. Segway <laughs> if you right. can do that. No, okay. So let me clarify. Are you saying that people were talking to you as a dentist about school issues as before a, you went on to the as school. As a board. pediatric dentist uh -huh. and a dad of young children mm -hmm. who, who lives in the community which I work, there was an automatic connection to have a conversation about the future of our kids. Okay. Where are they going to go to school? How yeah. are the schools? What about this grade? What about this school? What about that school? What about middle school? You yeah. know, those are the conversations I would have every day. And so what happened was, I realized that we have this huge network of parents who didn't know one another, but shared common anxieties and hopes and fears, and they were, they were disconnected. Mm -hmm. So we actually started a community group using social media maybe five or six years ago now, um, just to kind of get those parents together. That came through our office, mm -hmm. and it's called a Wave of Excellence. And this group kind of went from five people, the 50 people to 100 people, then over the years, it's almost 4,000 4, people on this group. And, 4, it's, and it's all about Campbell High School's feeder school. So we had to kind of limit it to something, right? Okay. I live personally live in the Campbell High School feeder pattern. So we focused on Campbell High School feeder uh, parents sure. and students, and it just ballooned. And it turned into this grassroots kind of way to make sure that we're staying solution-oriented and being in the know of what's happening with our schools, mm -hmm. making sure that um, good news can travel, because bad news always finds a way to travel. Oh, sure. But good Absolutely. news sometimes just kind of has nowhere to go. Yeah, And this is a great forum to share the good news that's going on. So that's kind of and then we, we were hold, holding forums for our previous school board member to educate and communicate with the community, with uh, Smyrna City Council elections, mm -hmm. and all of these things were happening. And from that, you know, I became a candidate over time. So had, that <laughs> was an interesting ride for those that are familiar with uh, my previous election. That was fun. So so it went from a – I know I'm rambling a little bit. No, but, no, but, no. I think you're saying a lot of good yeah, stuff. Yeah, People so, want to hear this. So um, our current – state senator at the time, you know, as we were kind of getting the school group going, was kind of pushing kind of a vouchers and all of that at the state level. And this person was representing our area. And here we are trying to build grassroots, make sure our schools are good, the schools are anchoring the community. And then you have our representative saying, hey, let's kind of let people go wherever they want. You know, it's uh -huh. like, well, that's kind of anti what we're doing. So I decided to run against them, which was a long shot, but we actually made it really close as a big underdog. That was in 2016. Uh -huh. So um, lo and behold, um, this person decided to run for governor. Uh, and so he left his left his seat and it was a special election in 2017. And, and I came close, but lost in a wild runoff for that. And next thing <laughs> you know, 
you know, education's always been our number one thing to kind of, well, public education's been our number one thing. And uh, Susan Thayer's uh, term finished and we had a great relationship and she let us know, everyone know that she wasn't running again. So uh-huh. it was an open seat. So like, let's jump in. So if nothing else, uh, kids, this is a great lesson in <laughs> perseverance. Absolutely. When <laughs> it's is... not about you and it's about the issue, mm-hmm. the seat didn't matter to me. Yeah. So people say, oh, how, why would you jump to run for state senate and then right. go, quote unquote, down to run for school board? I don't care about that stuff. It's all about the issue. Right. So either place you can be impactful. Wherever you can be impactful. Meaningful. And yeah. so that's just kind of how I'm wired. I don't really care what the seat is how can we get the job done? Yeah. Period. And okay. so I'm just so happy and elated that I'm being able to sit on the board with the experience that I had with all the other stuff, because everything that's happening in Cobb County ties to state um, uh, legislation and yeah. representatives. And I'm just glad to be a part of it. Well, that's that's fantastic. Has your perspective changed any from being, quote, outside to now being inside, that is seeing things operate from the outside as opposed to now as a school board, being able to see every aspect of the inner workings. Has any any perspective changed for you there? That's a great question. And I'm trying to see how much filter I'm going to put on this con- this, uh, this answer. <laughs> no. uh, I'll put very little filter. I'm just for those listening. I don't I'm, do I'm well bra- with filter. I'm bracing for impact here. <laughs> so, OK, so. From a community member who was really at school board meetings, kind of advocating for our area and doing all of that, uh, I think that there was a sense of distance between everyday folks in the community Mm -hmm. and the board. And that distance leaves kind of a a void and it leaves room for assumptions of what someone knows and what they're doing and there's all this distance. And what I realized is that... um, the board needs the community because yes. the board makes important decisions every day mm-hmm. to make sure that we're moving in the right direction. And if the community is not heavily involved, then you're almost going off of opinion and almost on a um, almost a echo, potential echo chamber of whoever that board member kind of interacts with naturally. Right. right. And so what was surprising to me was how much the board how many blind spots we have as a board. Hmm. Everyone has it, but um, we all have blind spots and just kind of was surprised at maybe the acknowledgement of our blind spots. And that's why I realized it was good for me to be here because I can at least provide perspective that hasn't been there in years past. And every board member provides that. They're a board member. I have blind spots and they provide perspective for me. Yeah, fill in the gaps for each other. We all have gaps, but I was uh, surprised at our ability to make sure we understand that we need that, like appreciate the need for folks to fill in those gaps in those spaces. And so um, that's, a, I try. you see how I nuanced it and it was, <laughs> it was still polite, but uh, the point is, <laughs> so you need each other uh-huh. and we need differences of opinion. We need, and I think that's healthy. I need, we need to be able to challenge one another and I think I was a little surprised about the uh, willingness and the openness to challenge each other. So, and I'll just leave that right there. There you go. There you go. <laughs> okay. Now, I, see, now you're putting a filter. Yeah, on. I know. I am filtering myself. <laughs> My wife says I need to do that more. Um, so, as a, a, a dentist, okay, your interest is in filling gaps. Okay. Right? Interesting. Okay. I, I see I what just, you did. Okay. There. I'll just leave it. 
So I will try to make a connection there. As oh as a dentist, though, my job is to look at an issue and look at it comprehensively. Like, right. how do we just not make a quick fix? How do we comprehensively look at the root, quote unquote, the root yeah. of the problem or the just the the overall comprehensive look at any issue and how do we address it? And so I'm kind of wired that way to be a problem solver and not just look at a quick fix. Not not just a superficial, Fischial, but yeah. the deep. Really dig in and figure out. And that again, it's harder, yeah. but it's more lasting, you know, yeah. and, it, and, it, and it's going to be helpful in the long run. All right. So moving us along, what, what do you think that it takes to be a successful school board member? That's one of those questions that yeah. I would hate having to answer, but yeah, I'll but ask you. <laughs> it is an interesting question because I think success is defined very differently. Like there's like legal success. Like how do we just make sure we legally do our job? And that has to be on there. But then there's some some uh, other stuff. And I believe that relationship and vision is really important. So um, for me, success has to include relationship between the community and the board and the bo- relationship between members of the board and um, the superintendent and the cabinet and making sure that relationship is strong. Um, and making sure that our relationship with other governmental bodies, whether it's the Cobb County Commission, whether it's um, a city municipality, um, that's that relationship matters because that's how things get done. Sometimes we look at these institutions and just think institutions, right? So right. Cobb County Schools or uh, Cobb County Government, but sure. these are people, right? So if we don't have relationship, how can we kind of um, understand what our issues are, listen to one another and move forward? Um, and also vision. Like mm-hmm. just having a as a board member, our our job is to help make sure that we have some vision on where our school is, where our district is going um, and not just kind of fix problems and put out fires that are right in front of us, but really look ahead because our job is not the day to day operations. Right. We have an amazing superintendent whose job is to make sure he has a great team to get that done. Our job is to kind of look ahead and partner together to see what we can do together. Try to get the big picture and, and make sure we get there. Absolutely. If somebody walks up to you in the grocery store and uh, has something they want to say, what, what what is your follow-up? How do you manage that? Well, I think it's, for me, it's important to just be in the moment and mm-hmm. listen as much as you can in the moment. We're all very busy people, right? We're right. all busy crossing paths. But I try to stop and, and listen to where people are at that time. Um, and then... Email is great because then you can kind of say, hey, just follow up in more detail and that way I can kind of read it and see what's going on. And then at that point, I can kind of figure out what bucket this should go into. And usually it's an operational issue Mm -hmm. in which are really my job is to help kind of facilitate and get it in the right person's email box so that they can kind of engage this person. Make that connection. Absolutely. And because from just an everyday person with kids in the schools, they don't know all the infrastructure of Cobb County schools, but they do know they voted for a board member. And so my job is to try to help provide answers in that regard. Or some things are just school issues like this has to kind of get handled in house. And then when it becomes more of an issue outside of that, then we try to help through there. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's that's generally how I do it. However, I do realize everyone has their own limitations. I know as someone who works full time and stays really heavily involved with like church and work and family, you know, I can't just sit around and check my email all day. So what <laughs> I do is I try to have a lot more um, kind of small group kind of face to face conversations, which mm-hmm. I think is a little bit different than what's been done in the past. But every month I'm having one or two kind of just 
you know, hey, pop up conversation at a coffee shop about whatever issue. And we've been able to have phenomenal discussions with families who just aren't used to being able to sit face to face in a small group, you know, with, with their board member. And so that's that helps with that relationship and communication. The best way for communicating with the school board in general, are you saying that this is you believe perhaps I don't want to put words in your mouth, sure. but but you believe perhaps that this is a a, a more authentic way for the community to speak to the school board through their board member? Basically, there's nothing better in any relationship than communication, right? And if you can have some dialogue, email is great, face-to-face is great with that person. That's that's great to start there. You know, if you're having issues with uh, follow-up or where things are going and realizes this is kind of a general Cobb County issue, um, the whole the whole county should be aware of this as far as the board, then, hey, yes, come, do public comment, you know, share your perspective because this is something that affects the entire county. Um, but I think uh, there's more than one way to communicate, right. you know, and I think we should utilize all of those avenues. What are the current challenges? facing the Cobb County School District as you see it? I think we have a very, um, we have a very diverse uh, county in the sense of income, background, experience, uh, ethnicity, language. I mean, we have a massive system here. It's huge, Mm -hmm. you know, and with so many different people coming from so many different backgrounds and experiences, that's hard to um, manage. It takes intention to mm-hmm. make sure that you are not inadvertently um, not hearing somebody's experience, you know. Um, so that's huge. And I know that's more of a qualitative thing, but um, that gets down to uh, the culture of a school district. You know, what's the vibe? What's the feel? And yeah. it's not just one school. We're, we're all connected to a big school district. And one of the biggest challenges that Cobb County is very different than it has been. You know, our our number of kids who um, are, who have special needs is mm-hmm. dramatically different, right? Our number of kids who are um, experiencing poverty or near poverty who qualify for free and reduced lunch is dramatically mm-hmm. increased from where it was uh, decades ago. So we can't approach it the way we did decades ago. You don't throw out the old, but you learn from what you what went well. You build on those things, but be very open to new techniques and learning from other districts, dare I say, learning from other districts and figure out how do we um, account for where we are and also where we're going. Mm-hmm. We're not getting a whole lot smaller. And even the changes and challenges and differences that we have within our district, uh, we need to make sure we are thinking ahead in those regards. Right. Well, and, and for that matter, Cobb is a leader in many of those areas. Uh, talking about making adjustments for uh, individuals even yep. uh, down to the uh, CTLS individual student assessment level. Yeah. Things of and, that and, nature. Yeah. Amazing, amazing program, amazing um, uh, innovation and thought behind that. And those are the kind of things that we have to do and not just with assessments, mm-hmm. but just in every area. Uh, yeah. Let's figure out how we can be uh, better. Right. And, and when I say that, some people kind of uh, take it as a, hey, what, what are you trying to say? Are we not been a great um, school district? And that's actually not what I'm saying at all. Mm-hmm. And if you liken this to sports, right, you can have a, a dynasty who's been great, right? Take the Chicago Bulls, for example, if you're a basketball mm-hmm. fan. We know that Chicago Bulls had a great run in the 90s. Or take the Lakers. They've had great teams, you know, certain eras. Right. 
However, if you're not constantly looking at how to get better, you can find yourself slipping away mm-hmm. and you're just a memory. You are a, oh, that I remember when that school system used to be this. And I never want that to be the case for Cobb. So we should constantly push ourselves to be better, um, have those hard conversations in it, you know, with challenging ourselves. And again, that's constructive criticism, you know. And again, that goes back to relationship. If you don't have relationship, it's kind of hard to have a yeah. hard, hard conversation, you know, because exactly. there's mistrust there. So we have to continue relationships, building trust, and know that when we're having these difficult conversations, it's because we want um, we want the right thing at the end. Pushing harder to excel, even even when we're above average. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we, if test scores are worth anything, yep. uh, we have, uh, as Cobb School District, has excelled above national averages on ACT and SAT yep. for, for decades, yep. I believe. Absolutely. So here's the question, though. Mm-hmm. Are we willing to say what kids are not excelling? And what can we do to try to get them up and then say, hey, even the kids who are blowing it out of the water, they're doing an amazing job. Can they be better? And how can we help them be better? Right. That's just a fundamental question that we should always ask ourselves. How can we be better? Not just the kids who are struggling on the lower end of things, not just the kids who are in the middle, but also our high achievers. Well, we've got some pretty doggone high achievers. Amen. <laughs> if you get a perfect score, I, I, what what I'm interpreting here is that you're asking for extra credit on the SATs. Absolutely. That, when I was at these graduations <laughs> and I saw these valedictorian oh uh, GPAs, I didn't know that they existed. <laughs> so apparently, you know, I heard, all, growing up, 4.0 was it, right? Yes. And then the 4.6 and yes. 7, it was like, well, apparently we can keep pushing ourselves to get better. And <laughs> that's the mindset we should have I heard, for our entire district heard of one high school that had a tie at 4.8. Yeah. For, I, I don't yeah. get that. My brain's still trying to understand yeah. what that well, means. That's It means <laughs> somebody's doing really well. Uh, somebody's pushing hard. Absolutely. So, folks, we have been listening to board member Jaha Howard. Remember how I said that because he taught me. Jaha <laughs> Howard. Dr. Howard, thanks for joining me on this uh, podcast. I really appreciate it. We got to do this again. I mean, we were just getting started. I know there's I mean, not enough time to cover everything. But uh, <laughs> Folks, you can learn more about the Cobb School Board by visiting the district website at www.cobbk12.org. It's pretty easy to do. Just click on board at the menu at the top. And there you'll see a map of each board member's post, a calendar of meetings. Uh, You could even watch the board meetings there if you're so inclined. And if you have a topic or a concern you'd like to share with me, please feel free to drop me an email at david.owen at cobbk12.org. You can also hear us just about anywhere now. Just uh, go on Google and, as my kids say, search it up. Search uh, Inside Scoop and Cobb. And I think it'll pop up with a lot of options. So thank you for joining us on this edition of the Inside Scoop, a podcast produced by the Cobb County School District.